0: Hear my metronome song, ho ho, 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 Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting, <laughs> mistakes were made.
1: That's why you waited.
0: <laughs> Don't kill my smooth. <laughs> uh, my name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting here with the beautiful, the effervescent, the Montana resident, Kristen Pennington. Almost. Almost. Well, I mean, we're technically here. We're coming to you guys uh, live from the garage right now. You might notice a difference in the uh, sound quality. That is the silence that is Montana. Just take it in. Let me let, I'll let you guys sit in it. That's a kid four houses down. You know what you're not hearing? Jack's slurping in a water bowl. Police sirens going down. Brett, stressed out, freaking out despite the fact it's 8 o'clock, in the, eight o'clock at night. Jax is here, for the record, though. Yeah, Jax is here. Um, Oh, we just thought we'd get you guys uh, one more down before Kristen and I have to like split for a little bit. It's not going to be very long. It's just going to be a couple of weeks. She'll be back up here. Flying out tomorrow. Flying out, Kristen's first flight. How are you feeling about that?
1: Pretty okay, just because uh, Laura's going to take me to the airport (laughs) at eleven. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and my flight isn't until 130 <laughs> and uh, my layover is two and a half hours so if I am so stupid that I can't figure it out in that amount of time yeah. there's a problem the
0: Missoula International <laughs> Airport that has four terminals and uh, all the TSA agents are asleep that's what you're up against Oh well, my
1: layover is in Chicago yeah. O'Hare yeah but, the uh, mind
0: fuck is gonna be going from Missoula to O'Hare International <laughs> Airport
1: <laughs> but uh, it's again. Two and a half hours. So, if I can't figure it out in that amount of time, I deserve to be stuck in Chicago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are uh, no worse places to possibly be stuck than accidentally winding up in Chicago, from my understanding of Chicago. (laughs) Thank you, Jax.
1: And Jax is making his appearance.
0: As we said, he's here.
1: Jax. He's been very, uh, antsy because this is a big change for him, too.
0: Yeah. All three of us were locked up for three days in a moving van.
1: Jax.
0: All three of us were locked up for three days in a moving van. Jax didn't have near as much space as we predicted that he would, and he was not a big fan of the hotels.
1: Yeah, and uh, he's taken up with Howling now that we're in the West. (laughs) I don't know if that's related.
0: He's got his wolf blood going now. Yeah, I was sitting in, in the...
1: Jax, quit.
0: Come on. Behave. Just was sitting in the living room yesterday and you just heard him in the garage going,
1: doing
0: that whole situation. Just brand new to him, so I'm, I'm thrilled. But we thought we'd up you, update you guys on uh, how the move went and uh, where we're going from here. Um, I feel like I'm whispering. Am I whispering?
1: Yeah. No. Okay. Not at all. You sound like loud and clear to me. Oh,
0: Okay, cool. Um, of
1: course, again, in... Like you said, there's no echo, so...
0: Maybe that's what it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very different uh, sound than we're used to.
0: I feel like it's a lot more low-key, except Jax won't stop losing his shit. Jax,
1: lay down. Come on, be good. Jax, Lay down. Sit.
0: Please just let me do this. Like, just once. Just one more. Please. Sit down please
1: you're supposed to be less antsy when dad is home for the day
0: all right so what do you want to talk about
1: uh probably the move <laughs> because we haven't talked at all since uh, before we left
0: that's right and uh
1: those were supposed to go up as we were on the road but uh clearly i did not get those up as we were on the road so uh <laughs> it's been a crazy few days
0: it's been absolute insanity we left on uh thursday morning we arrived here on saturday night unloaded the truck sunday morning and then i was at work on monday morning at the animal shelter
1: Um, and today is tuesday for reference we still as of the recording of this podcast just got here a couple of days
0: ago (laughs) i've worked two full (laughs) days at work i've yet to sit down and uh Kristen has been nonstop on the applications. She had an interview today that uh, went really well, so we're hoping Hopefully. hoping to hear back from them. Be positive about yourself, lady. <laughs> Jesus, just one time, just go. You're I nailed
1: forever, it. like dogging yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I know,
0: I know, but uh, I don't have to live with me. <laughs> Positivity, my love. It got us here. It'll get us beyond.
1: Can we cheers to... Brett has a can and I have a bottle. A little more hollow-sounding. I do sounding. have a cannon. and... arms <laughs>
0: for the people. Don't get the visual element of the show.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, uh... What was... Was Wednesday the last day we recorded? Wednesday Wednesday before.
0: after we got the truck loaded up. Mm. So
1: I guess we... I don't even remember what we talked about on that episode. I guess we did talk about that on that episode, though. Super stress-packed mm-hmm. that day. Um... Brett sweated his ass off. I threw things in boxes. We somehow got it done. And, Miracles, uh, go us. had the best intentions of leaving super bright and early the next morning. And it took us way longer than we thought to figure out the trailer hitch. <laughs> We didn't read the instructions And there was a school
0: bus (laughs) showing up, so the parking lot was filled with school children and pissed off parents Mm -hmm. trying to drop their kids off. There we are taking up the whole thing with a moving van and a, a...
1: That shit is payback for all... I was going to say all the years I've only lived in that apartment for eight months. <laughs> all like the years. Yeah, all the times those school mothers stole my parking spot yeah. so they could pick up their children instead of parking literally on the other side where nobody
0: lived. Yeah, we, we finally got so, back at them for one day. Screw
1: you, Murphysboro yeah. school moms.
0: Fuck off, Murphysboro school and your moms.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, got the car on the trailer. And then realized after the car was on the trailer that we should have pulled the straps to the side.
0: So then we had to... I already thought I was going to get killed driving the Jeep up on the damn thing, and then I had to pull backward and park so we could fix that. (laughs) Pull back up, so I thought I was going to die a whole shitload of times, all real fast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, that thing was a nightmare getting rehitched because it was super heavy and we angled it into a parking spot so it wouldn't annoy the neighbors yeah it was and that shit weighs a lot
0: it was ridiculous we got more trailer stories for you because that was 90 percent of our struggles throughout (laughs) this whole situation uh but we rolled out it took us about like two and a half fucking hours to get out of nashville it was like
1: because we caught rush hour yeah all our best intentions fell apart
0: (laughs) i like when the last day before you leave a place is like awful Or like when you leave work, if work just super sucks on your last day, it's so it just leaves that sour taste in your mouth. And my last vision of Nashville, Tennessee, for the time being, is uh, getting stuck for two and a half hours driving through a city and uh, finding nothing on the other
1: side. I will say um, Nashville traffic is really bad period anyway but it was surprisingly light rush hour traffic yeah. so it could have been way worse than it was it
0: was just a nightmare We could have
1: been yeah. like four hours in that. it
0: was just a nightmare in a moving van because i've never driven a moving van i've definitely never driven a moving van towing some shit so i was trying to like <laughs> swerve into briley parkway which is like this crazy four lane and i couldn't figure out if i was going to kill eight people
1: and those people really didn't help at all like Granted, we had a great experience with Penske. Like, I'm yeah. not dogging the company at all, but uh, the place where we got ours, they really didn't understand their updated system, so mm-hmm. that took a while, and then they didn't explain the trailer in the least bit, and you had, like, all these visions before we went and picked up the trailer. Of you were going to drive it around and test it out before we hooked up the trailer to get a fill for it and dude literally just pulled it up and was like here's the keys yeah. there you go here's the,
0: here's the keys to a 16 foot fucking moving van that has this extra five foot thing that's on the back good like, like pulling out onto that major highway
1: yeah and it was in a bad spot too. it yeah. was off a major road <laughs> it was like as soon as we like went to pull into it i was like God, Why is it here,
0: (laughs) of all the places? We should have got one out, like, in the middle of the country and then had some time to drive it around. Well, only certain places... The upside is I got the crash course driving through, like, lunchtime traffic, You
1: did, Uh, but only certain places offered, like, the payment plan, so...
0: One out in the end. If you guys are looking for a moving van, Penske's got some sick-ass payment plans going Mm -hmm. on right now. You can join us in Missoula, Montana. (laughs) We'll start a commune. It's perfect commune weather about this time of year. We're going to have to all hunker down for the winter.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but after all of that nightmare, um, Brett's first day ever driving the truck was almost entirely rain that yeah. so was the only day we got like pissed on all <laughs> fucking day long
0: and i was uh too dumb to take the top off of the jeep so we almost <laughs> lost that on the in the middle of the interstate. Some dude comes running, or not running up, but driving up real fast next to us. And he's just got his thumb, and he's, like, screaming something. But I got the windows rolled up, so I'm just, like, looking at him with my hands in the air, like, I don't know what you want, crazy dude. And then Krista was like, it it's the Jeep. And I was like, first thought, I thought the Jeep was rolling down the road. I'd taken <laughs> out, like, a, a bunch of kids on a school bus that were going for a fucking soccer trip or some shit. And uh, that, that is not what occurred. The, uh, the soft top to the Jeep, I got to quit doing that. The uh, soft top to the Jeep was hanging on by a thread as we were barreling down the highway in the middle of a thunderstorm. So (laughs) if you have a Wrangler in a Penske truck, take the soft top off for the entirety of the drive. That shit ain't hanging in there.
1: Pull over on the interstate, and then Brett had the fun experience of pulling back on to the interstate (laughs) (laughs) his first day of driving the truck. Yeah.
0: I'm not a fan uh, I don't think I'm gonna be in a rush to go out and get my CDL anytime soon
1: oh but they sent me an email in case you were curious offering us 10% if we wanted to rent another Penske so hey. if you'd like to experience this all over again
0: who does that I don't
1: know I was like who Why? moves
0: to a place and, and then, that is like hey just in case that place is a shithole 10% on your return <laughs> trip
1: I don't know. I was like, I don't like, feel like I need another one. don't you thanks. give me
0: 10% back then, Mr. Pinsky? I enjoyed the truck and I didn't crash it. Like,
1: didn't ding it or anything. Didn't ding it or anything. Passed my inspection.
0: Definitely took out some fucking foliage, but...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the first day was almost entirely rain. And other than that, there yeah. was not much to see between here and...
0: Missoula, Montana.
1: No, Kansas City. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was day one. I thought the entire trip there wasn't a whole shitload <laughs> yeah. to see until oh, the, the second Dakota. half of the third leg.
1: South Dakota was really pretty. Yeah, South Dakota and, was pretty. And uh, Western Montana was pretty. Yeah. Even Eastern Montana was prettier than
0: we liked Northern, of... yeah, We liked Northern South Dakota. The whole first part of South Dakota was pretty boring. Yeah, after you passed soybeans.
1: that river, which I can't remember which river it was, mm-hmm. everything got beautiful instantly.
0: It was Owl's Oasis. But we
1: can't skip ahead,
0: cause, yeah. uh... uh Well, for the first day, we drove from Nashville to Kansas City. Uh, as Kristen said, there's not a whole lot there, but it was the um, a complete and total nightmare because I, I had to learn how to drive a moving van um, in a thunderstorm multiple four. times yeah, yeah. <laughs> four different fucking thunderstorms i've
1: been uh, since we got here posting photos that i took yeah. on the trip and the only interesting thing that may have actually been after kansas city yeah actually never mind i was gonna say the only interesting landscape was uh, a field of sunflower seeds but i think that was after we left kansas city so There was nothing interesting. (laughs) There was
0: nothing interesting. a lot of storms. Uh, I almost uh, got us killed. was the first day I almost got us killed um, outside of Pyro City trying to fill up the truck.
1: Oh, yeah, that tiny gas station. Yeah, tiny gas Mm -hmm. station
0: in a gravel parking lot that was just a cliff, and I jackknifed the trailer, so I almost took out the gas pumps, and then we almost drove off the cliff. Yeah. And it would have been a fucking uh, issue. We
1: were hard up for gas, and uh, that was the nearest thing. And... uh, it had one other exit down a curve and a hill, but there yeah. was a semi truck blocking it.
0: It's, it, it. It was a hole. It was a. That was Idaho, I believe. When when we hit that. Problem. Um. We drove all the way to Kansas City. We stopped at a hotel whose name I will uh, not call by name. It was um, not nice. It was not nice, and that's why I'm not. I don't want to, you know, bring the negative energy to this place where one may spend, like, a holiday in. Um, like cheap, inside, uh, with their family who they love very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't a holiday, in,
0: though. No, oh, it might not have been. It wasn't. Might, well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but the world, uh, may, the world may never find out. It's a cheap ass hotel, is what it was, because <laughs> we were trying to save money.
0: <laughs> but we were uh, met with an L shaped parking lot where we had to disconnect the trailer, which seemed a lot easier. I backed that trailer in like a champ. Disconnected. It had the moving truck parked before you signed in like I, I got very good with this trailer and um didn't realize that it was an l-shaped parking lot i thought we could pull all the way through we
1: got there pretty much as the sun was going down by yeah. the way
0: it was it was a whole issue and um after spending all night with some meth addict chain smoking cigarettes outside of the door driving jacks up the fucking wall uh we woke up to figure out that we had to reconnect the trailer and find our way with about 10 feet worth of clearance for our 16 foot van uh in the parking lot <sighs> you was so I,
1: mad i could see you banging on the steering wheel from where i was standing outside like trying to give just you directions trying,
0: i was just trying to hold it together you were so like,
1: mad i was so like i'm I, just gonna stand out here
0: i was like <laughs> no. i'm gonna get out of this van and i am just gonna start my life on the road from kansas city i'm going <laughs> steal a car <laughs> we're gonna figure it out we were super trapped in this parking lot and um after about half an hour, I had enough shit, pulled up on the curb, took out a bush, definitely just crushed all of their foliage, <laughs> and <laughs> we got the fuck out of there.
1: Uh, and then I think one of the first things we saw after we got on the road was a hitchhiker. Like, I think it was as we were trying to pull back onto the interstate, That's that right. was where yeah. we saw the hitchhiker at. uh this random lady in the middle of fucking nowhere, Kansas City, trying to get a ride to... Probably anywhere besides anywhere Kansas City. But Kansas
0: City, I'm not gonna like <laughs> completely trash talk Kansas City because I understand that we'd been driving all day mm. and then we pulled into like the area by the airport so that we could check in. Uh, but I did not, and I don't know what your experience was directly. Meet a single pleasant person the entire time we were in Kansas City.
1: Well, I didn't really because you did all the gas and stuff the first day. Like we kind of split up the way we did everything, so I didn't really talk to anyone other than the hotel staff, and they were. Horrible Bastards. both morning and night. Like when we went to check out the next morning, it was just like they barely looked at you, barely acknowledged you. It was just like, Okay. Yeah. Well, have a good day. <laughs> Thanks for the Wi-Fi that didn't work and uh
0: the, the T V with didn't no channel on. guide. Yeah, the light that <laughs> wouldn't
1: turn on, the TV with no channel guide and the Pizza we had to order because we couldn't get the
0: truck out. It <laughs> showed up burnt and it looked like a dyslexic person cut it. It was like three big slices and then a thousand very, like, like, like cheese bread slices. And it slices. made
1: me so sad because I got the kind that you like. Like, I usually just do mm. like pepperoni and black olives because that's my preference. And brought likes, uh, this barbecue chicken with pineapples and onions, uh, pizza, I was like, it's been a long day. We got rained on a lot. Brett's a little stressed. I'm going to get Brett's pizza. (laughs) And I swear to God, they barely put any barbecue on it at all. Well, what tripped me (laughs) out is
0: you called it in while I was smoking a cigarette. And you were like, it's on the way. And I was like, how is it on the way? You just called it in. (laughs) Apparently, it had been sitting there for three or four days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh yeah we've had better pizza for sure
0: so uh kansas city i i, I need you to step your game up i, I was not that <laughs> impressed uh, a whole section mm-hmm. of your city definitely smelled like a vat of barbecue sauce and i loved that yeah but which then we was, drove over the river and it just all fell to hell
1: which was part yeah. of the reason i got that pizza too because we drove by something that smelled incredible and we both really <laughs> wanted some barbecue because apparently that's
0: Kansas, Kansas City's, City's famous thing. food
1: and uh ended up with shitty basically no barbecue pizza. Yeah,
0: it was not a good time. <laughs> um but we survived that night and then survived getting out of the parking lot. Um and we headed toward Rapid City. And that's where the fun started. Oh wait, um <laughs>
1: before we move on to that though the first day was the worst of them it happened to us every day but the reason we stopped in kansas city because we were originally going to stop in
0: um omaha shoot. nebraska
1: yeah omaha i was like shoot where was it yeah we were originally going to stop in omaha and uh, the reason we stopped in kansas city is because we mysteriously tacked on two and a half extra hours to our drive no
0: shit like we pulled <laughs> over for 30 minutes if that, to grab lunch and gas, and the next thing you know, we're not arriving till like midnight in Mm -hmm. Omaha. And I don't want to be in Omaha. I sure as shit don't want to be in Omaha at midnight.
1: (laughs) So yeah, we we ended up stopping in Kansas City, and every day we found this happening. I think the second day was only an hour, which was reasonable, because it was like, okay, we stopped for lunch and the gas stops and all that, but uh, our final day ended up another two extra hours being tacked onto it from nowhere.
0: (laughs) It was super frustrating. I was not a fan. So Google Maps, get your shit together, or (laughs) the rest of America. How did you tack on two and a half hours to my fucking (laughs) 30-minute
1: Well, like, the second day, like, made sense to me. Because we stopped for lunch and all that. But, like, the first day we stopped for lunch and definitely weren't stopped for more than half an hour. And I know you're thinking, oh, like, traffic and all that audience member who's listening Mm -mm -mm. um
0: hello dude from india i hope you didn't lose (laughs) us
1: um but i immediately checked the time we had left when we got back in the car after lunch and we had definitely not been sitting for longer than half an hour and it had tacked a whole extra hour onto the drive so yeah we were in some twilight zone shit for a minute there
0: i think that's exactly what happened it, it was, it, I, I made a joke about the Twilight Zone like early in, mm-hmm. um, about the lady who gets a tire blown or gets mm-hmm. killed in the accident. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Um, <laughs> if you haven't watched it, it came out in 1957. I don't feel bad for you. Um, but I think that's what happened. We went through some sort of weird wormhole and lost two hours of life. And <laughs> I'm good with it. I, I would happily exchange two more hours just to spend another day not in Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, day two, uh, we thought we were going to get rained on, but we avoided it. Yep. And we went to Rapid City, that go-around.
0: Rapid City, that was in South Dakota, am I correct? Yes. Yeah. It
1: was We didn't see the pretty part of South Dakota until day three, right?
0: Uh, end of day two, because we stopped in Rapid City. And th- w- remember, because we went over this hill and... You saw a mountain, and it was Kristen's first mountain. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but
1: we didn't see, like, the river and all that until day three,
0: right?
1: No. All these days have blurred together, sorry.
0: Day two was we went through the oasis. You fell in love with South Dakota. Then we stopped in Rapid City. We tried to have a really beautiful, like, mountain peak dinner outside of this hotel. And it turns out people in South Dakota are straight fucked up by (laughs) 8 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: We stayed at a really cute little inn that day. Um, It was called the Foothills Inn, I think, in Rapid City, and uh, that was a much better experience. So if you're looking for a place to stay in Rapid City, it cost us a bit more, but it was a really cute little inn.
0: We got a really good deal on it, because we got bumped up. We got semi-upgraded.
1: I felt like a downgrade to me, but technically it was a more expensive room. Could be like I really wanted. Today. Well, no, I I really wanted the king bed because we slept in the king bed at the shitty hotel. No,
0: Jack slept in the king bed. <laughs> you and I sat on the same corners that we normally sleep on.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, I, okay, but it was a little more roomy than normal, and uh, I booked us a uh, room with a king bed through, I guess, Expedia. I did it on TripAdvisor, but TripAdvisor, like, pings you out through yeah. other booking services. And I guess it went through Expedia. And um they didn't denote on there that the room that I had rented was not pet-friendly, and we had Jacks with us, so we got to the hotel, and she was just like, well, you can't
0: have a dog in that room. And I was like, ah! Oh, I'm not leaving my dog in <laughs> Rapid City. <laughs> she
1: was like, well, it's fine. I'll move you. And she uh, put us in a more expensive room and charged us the same price. But it was two queen beds, which... Mm-hmm. I know it's more technically, but I wanted my king
0: bed. <laughs> well, the idea for me, where I thought it was going to play out, was that Jax would. Uh, sleep on the entire free bed and Can't that was not the case no. No. he sat there while you were in the shower and then immediately jumped <laughs> over and we were just back to our normal living situation <laughs> of a queen bed between two adults and no a i can tell you jack
1: saw those two beds and thought well mom gets that bed right <laughs> and me and dad get this bed
0: <laughs> so you're going over there Cool. i haven't had time just me and dad cuddles in a while but there's was be a... nice
1: super nice hotel right next to us like even nicer than the one we were in that had like
0: from the outside it appeared that way right but then the caliber of people
1: oh yeah (laughs) um but it had a really cool like diner and bar and pool and hotel and all this crazy Mm -hmm. stuff in it so we walked over there because they told us we could bring the dog and sit outside and uh had a nice lunch for a minute there, yeah. or a nice dinner
0: for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, we were eating fucking cheeseburgers and staring at the mountain and watching the sun come down. And, and
1: they just, had little pretty, like...
0: Christmas uh, lights?
1: Yeah, like string lights hanging above us, and those kicked on right as like the sun was going down. It was this really nice romantic moment.
0: For about five minutes. Yeah. And then uh, two girls who had either been drinking for the last three years or were <laughs> on Adderall. I had a hard time putting that together. <laughs> walked up behind us and almost lost their hands because they tried to pet jacks and then like 15 other hammered people just started pouring out and the sun has not gone down just for for reference for the audience for people who've never been to south dakota we're talking seven thirty, eight 8 o'clock at night the sun is still making its way down the mountain these people look and sound like they've been drinking since five in the fucking afternoon like shots just getting everybody so there was that dude who was trying to pick up the girl, like, right behind us. Like, we're sitting there having our romantic moment, oh, yeah. and he's like, so why'd you come to the bar alone? And I'm like, dude, the sun's not down yet.
1: And then there was Quit that rushing rushing the
0: lovely,
1: lovely couple digging through the water trough to find cigarettes.
0: Yeah. I, I pointed out this couple that was walking towards us, and I was like, they're on meth. And she goes, how do you know? And I was like, I know by the way they walk. I work in a pawn shop, that they're on meth. And then sure as shit, they were, like, tweaking the fuck out and, like, digging cigarette butts out of gutters and
1: i noticed you slid yours under like your phone so it was less obvious you had a pack of cigarettes (laughs) after that
0: (laughs) because i'm not trying to get harassed by these meth addicts that are perusing rapid city (laughs) but they don't call it slow city so i guess everybody has to be on methamphetamines
1: (laughs) but it was really pretty in that area though like i got a really cool little photo of you like before shit got weird at that (laughs) uh bar or whatever, I guess you want to call it. It was technically a hotel. It was called uh,
0: a lounge.
1: Oh, there you go. Ooh, fancy. Yeah,
0: no, I, I expected jazz music and, like, business suits. I did not expect <laughs> meth addicts and fucking drunk cowboys trying to fight each other in the parking lot. It's
1: an upgrade from the diner, though, which you never have to go to again.
0: Uh, I'll find a new diner. Well, I think, our,
1: I think <laughs> our place has a washer and dryer.
0: Well, thank God we never needed that in the diner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, thank god it was all biscuits and scones.
1: <laughs> 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 um, but I will say, um, a large portion of South Dakota was really pretty. I did really enjoy that part of the trip. Yeah,
0: uh, you saw enough uh signs for wall drug to drive you up the wall. Oh,
1: and we drug. saw, um, I posted those today because uh, if you go, oh well, by the time you listen to this episode, I'll be done. Um, but still
0: you'll be done, <laughs>
1: with, with, done, what? done with posting photos because these don't come out on time and i'm behind by the, time,
0: by the time you get to listen to this i'll have given up on brett uh, <laughs> done I'll, with this life i didn't know what to do with all my stuff so i trapped <laughs> Just... him in a garage in montana and then i'm moving to florida so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no um i'm two episodes behind so this one will come out after those two so by the time this one airs all of them will be up but as of today, as we're recording this, if you go on the Instagram, um, I have the first two days of the trips worth of photos posted. Not all of them, but the ones that I thought were more interesting. And um, that was what I posted today. That giant horse. Yeah. Like structure the they apparently they
0: uh, yeah. got yeah
1: and um then the, also the giant uh dinosaur that we passed so apparently a that's a,
0: Brontosaurus on a the thing the somewhere
1: between kansas city and rapid city yeah. that they enjoy large sculptures of animals <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the dinosaur was in south dakota because we had the whole jurassic park conversation i think the
1: dinosaur was actually at wall drug because it had a Waldrug drug sign in front of it it
0: might have been so... We saw a lot of very bizarre billboards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Corn uh, City! Corn City, uh, they've got a Corn Palace. Corn Palace—it's the <laughs> the largest corn statue that you can't see from the interstate. So <laughs> they really want you to stop in that town that's got like three people, and they all work at Corn Palace.
1: <laughs> but when you've spent
0: the past six hours driving through Corn, Corn Palace is pretty alluring. Just for, <laughs> conversation with an Uh, outside being
1: yeah we passed a bunch of really large sculptures on day two for some reason I guess that's a mid US thing
0: (laughs) now it was a big now we got sprinklers we found our our thing Um,
1: (laughs) you don't get to listen to Jax anymore you just get to listen to the grass being watered
0: I'm gonna grab a secondary
1: you grab a secondary
0: Uh, you Uh, you talk to the people
1: Are we done with day two?
0: uh, I've got a few things. things.
1: I don't have notes. Brett has notes today. Let's see. What does Brett have on his notes? Um, dinner on the mountain. Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about that until Brett comes back because that's a funny ass story. Um, yeah, all of these are really funny stories. Brett left at the worst time ever because all of these stories specifically happened to Brett. So, you're just gonna sit here and listen to me ramble and breathe and possibly cut all of this out um, when I edit and post. (laughs) Here, Brett comes back. I can't tell the rest of these stories because they're stories that happened to you specifically. What? I said, I can't tell the rest of these stories because they're stories that happened to you specifically. So, when we left Rapid City.
0: Uh, Where am I at?
1: When we left Rapid City. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: when we left Rapid City, uh, I got met with uh, a, a walking stereotype for the... Uh, oh, not even that. Later. That was later. Oh.
1: No, when we so left the hotel you... in Rapid City. Oh,
0: we left the hotel in Rapid City and uh,
1: drove a got logging. a nice
0: early start because I forgot to reset oh. my alarm clock. Um, or yeah. reset my phone so that I was up to date on the time. And I uh, woke us up at 6 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock. So we had a two-hour start to the day. <laughs> And uh, we get about 30, 40 minutes away from the hotel and realize, oh, shit, I left a forty caliber Glock in the goddamn nightstand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had hopped off the interstate and driven a little bit down uh, this highway, and... I had to call the hotel and be like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. We left something in the hotel. We have to come back. And I was really hoping she wouldn't ask, but she asked. She was like, well, would you leave? And I was like, ah, um. A pistol? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she immediately goes, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, so that's kind of a thing we have to come back for.
0: (laughs) So we doubled back, completely lost our head start. And uh, pull back in the lady behind the counter. She's got, like, the nice smiley morning face. She's like, hello, oh, hello, sir. How may I help you? And I was like, I left something in room 36B. And her whole face just went ghost white. She turned around, opened up this little drawer, and there's my gun wrapped in a towel like she's handing it off to fucking Michael Corleone. <laughs> and um, she's shaking really bad. And I was like, do you want me to keep the towel and she's like oh yeah don't pull that out in the, the hotel lobby uh so we got a free hotel towel which was oh. nice
1: did we take that out of the truck
0: uh, I, surely
1: I, we did i it. should have kept
0: truck. it as a souvenir signed we'll frame it or something. yeah <laughs> um but she was freaked out and i didn't understand why i figured everybody in south dakota has to have a gun
1: apparently not
0: i thought it was moving closer to my kind of people Con- you were in the
1: city, though. Maybe that's.
0: Well, if the concierge. Is it a is concierge? Concierge. The... Ooh. Um, Fancy word. Like, if she didn't know how to unload a pistol, I have uh, questions. Like, you're a hotel you manager. We weren't this staying in be... a
1: log cabin, well, though. Like, this
0: can't be, like, the first time that she's found a gun in a nightstand. At least we came back. I
1: think for most it. people probably don't bring them in. I think most people probably leave them in the car. Brett was trying to be responsible. And yeah, then, I uh, did.
0: I didn't want to leave it out in the moving van to get broken into by the rabid meth addicts who were running around picking cigarettes out of the
1: No, the funny <laughs> thing about that, though, like what makes that story twice as bad is uh, we were in the hotel, settled in for the night, and Brett was like, oh, I forgot that out in the truck. And then it was like, Trying to settle in for bed, and he was like, "No, nah, it's fine, whatever, you know, I'm gonna go to bed." And then he was like, "Nope, I gotta go get it." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, worked himself up about it, went out and got it, and then we forgot it the next day because uh, we had entered a time change, and yeah. we're both up much earlier than we wanted to be up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I left a gun, and uh, that that set us off on a on a stra- I was so frustrated. I thought it was hilarious,
1: I don't know why you were so frustrated
0: It was was hilarious But I think it left me like this weird sense of like Panic for the rest of the day Mm -hmm. And so we went through And there's
1: a car alarm Are you feeling a sense of panic right now? How long can you go? Car alarm
0: It is literally the only noise outside. Thank you. There we go. So I was overcome by this sense of panic (laughs) that I guess kind of sat with me for the rest of the day, and then we wound up outside of an undisclosed uh, Indian reservation. Uh, stopped at the first pilot station that we could find, uh, which was less than a mile away from the end of the uh, Indian Reservation, where I met my first drunk Indian at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I walked into a stereotype, and that's not my fault, people. Um, He had a black eye, he was down to fight me, and he was down to beat up the dog. And it was not a good situation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I went into the pilot because... We realized, I think on the first night, that Brett had forgotten his toothbrush. So uh, I went into the pilot to buy a toothbrush and use the bathroom, get some water and all that. I came back out, and this guy was just like hovering over Brett at the truck. And I was just like, oh, What's going on? I'm gonna put this stuff in the truck. And he just <laughs> kept trying to like tell me, even though I'd never met him before, I'm a nice guy. I was like, Okay. I don't need to talk to you though. He
0: kept flexing and like doing like the rocky pose. Like Mm -hmm. we were going to just start boxing. And then
1: just randomly turned around and was like, I think they're talking shit about me. I was like, who? You
0: know, he was trying to fight everybody in the bathroom when I went in to go take a leak because I thought I'd lost him. I didn't know where the hell he'd gone. Mm -hmm. And, uh,. He was in the bathroom. So I walked in, I was like, gosh Jesus, it's just dude. And he just starts like walking over to me like while he's pissing on the wall and he's like, I think they're talking shit and I'm like, Dude, I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> like, you got hammered in the middle of a truck stop. You're
1: making right now. poor life choices,
0: bro. <laughs> There's like fifty people in here. Like <laughs>
1: And then we tried to leave the truck stop after we got gas and everything and got stuck in the truck stop because uh some jackass with a trailer. Mm-hmm instead of looping around to an open, you know, place to fuel up, just sat and blocked the only way out.
0: And uh, we had to wait on this big fat tub of shit to come outside to not say anything to the dude, to go inside and passively, aggressively call him out via the intercom system. And that's how we fixed that situation. You
1: weren't cynical about the second day at all, were you? No, I wasn't.
0: (laughs) almost shot that dude. (laughs) We got pretty goddamn close to... Um, I opened, what would have been ironic about that was I opened up that day with a Facebook post with a picture of a bunch of crows on a line I said no better way to start your day than murder in South Dakota and if I had wound up shooting somebody in South Dakota I probably wouldn't have gone over that well
1: probably not I Bell think they would have South used my Dakota.
0: Facebook post as evidence and they would have missed the irony uh,
1: yeah that would have been a little funny though <laughs>
0: I would like to present Exhibit A. And it's like, sir, I did not premeditate the murder. The guy was just being kind of a jackass. <laughs> um, but we 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 boosted out of Rapid City, and then Kristen got to experience uh, what I found out to be her two biggest fears wound into one thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is we had to climb and then cross over, the Great no it's continental funny
1: too because uh we i think i've I've told you before that that bothers me because i told you yeah. i got like in a pretty nasty wreck when i was in high school but we predominantly ride around in bread's jeep so we're not climbing mountains in bread's jeep you know we're just driving <laughs> around town so it was like a passing like oh yeah like that really freaks me out and uh i don't think you realized how serious i was i was like white knuckling the door and like not talking to you for
0: seven hours (laughs) seven hours i was just listening to podcasts i was like well when she breathes again i guess we can have a conversation
1: yeah um and it's weirdly specifically for the most part it makes me nervous if i'm having to do it in the rain or if it's super super dark at night and hard to see but um it specifically makes me nervous if someone else is driving the car and the roads are windy and Were
0: there are you, lots of cliffs. That was the weird shit, is you kept offering to drive. And I was like, you would be losing your mind. Because if I put you in a moving van, you haven't driven any of them.
1: <laughs> well, I offered I, to drive a couple of yeah, times. <laughs> but you
0: offered to drive in the middle of us making that <laughs> cross across the goddamn mountains. And... Um, I was like, yeah, if I would have put you in control of that vehicle, we definitely would have careened off a hill. You would have blacked nice. out from a panic attack. <laughs> That's not nice. And you've been like, I don't I know feel... where the trailer is. We'd, we, You would have gone the whole way at 25 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. No, that would have happened. Those, those were the two extremes.
1: <laughs> that would happen. But no, I feel uh, more in control if I'm the one driving the vehicle because I can feel, you know, what the car is doing. Yeah. So uh, I might have been less panicked. If it had been a car in that truck, I probably would not have been chill. Yeah,
0: and you wouldn't have been. You were like, I can drive. And I'm like, you're not doing that. I
1: offered every day, though. Don't act like I never offered. You did
0: offer. You (laughs) offered in the the flat parts, and I should have given you that just so you had the life experience.
1: (laughs) Oh, Uh, I'm not sorry that I missed it. Laura drove it back to turn it in for me. I didn't drive it at all.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you over here trying to sound brave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I felt bad. I didn't want you to have to do it all by yourself.
0: No, I it was more than okay. I learned a lot. I might go get my CDL. I'll become no. a truck driver. No. Uh, it wouldn't end well. Uh, but yeah, Kristen didn't speak to me for seven hours. Of the, the, the third leg. No, as soon
1: as I would hit like note. a place where I was like calm again, we'd hit another patch and I'd be like, well, yep. that, that lasted for a nice yeah. five minutes. Yeah, you
0: go up at 45 fucking miles an hour, you careen down at 95 miles an hour, the trailer's just in the back slamming into cars and... It's a nightmare and a half trying to do that on <laughs> a fucking moving thing. Um, uh, and but, we
1: went up the Continental Divide? Yeah, the Continental which Divide,
0: is... which you researched, and what is the Continental Divide, Kristen, for the people that... Oh, I'd have North to moon, pull it
1: back up again. The
0: Continental Divide is the area where all the rivers come through that are in the country, if I, I know remember it's, correctly. Well,
1: it splits the entire continent yeah, from South the, America all the way up through Canada, yeah. like, in half. Um, I... It had a lot more information about it in the Wikipedia. Page it had something that I read. to
0: do with the waterways. Like, that's where most mm-hmm. of them originate.
1: I'd Google that.
0: Yeah. And right <laughs> at Nightmare Box Productions, <laughs> tell us more about the Continental Divide. I wish I'd
1: gotten a photo of that, but I didn't. You I were... didn't know that was a thing we were. Well, I was freaking out too, <laughs> but I didn't know that was a thing we were going to go over mm-hmm. until you were like, oh, hey, the Continental Divide. What's that?
0: <laughs> it sounds important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I, uh, I was can't. it the Trump presidency?
0: <laughs> Something that divided a whole country. Oh.
1: Slapping the mic with your headphones. Slap
0: mic, cord.
1: I uh, get violently car sick as well, so um, Rhett kept asking me to Google things, and I was like, I can't, because I'll get sick. Like literally, like two sentences in, I'll start feeling nauseous. And uh, he asked me what the Continental Divide was. And I was like, I can Google that. (laughs) Give me a distraction.
0: Anything to not look over the ridge and the cliff right there. You you kept Uh, going, there's no guardrails. Why are there no guardrails?
1: No, we were going 80. Yeah, because you asked me if I was okay. And I was like, I mean, we're on a cliff. There are no guardrails. And we're going 80 it says the speed <laughs> limit is 80 and i feel like that should be a lie <laughs> like, i don't think that's the truth I think
0: 80 is for like a prius that can make quick turns no. well it
1: did say trucks go 65 so i'm um, you said we were
0: going like 45 right because it wouldn't 45 fall in. on the way up just yeah because it, it wouldn't, wouldn't go haul any faster. faster on the downturn that was where i had to be you know like ride the brake all the way down.
1: <laughs> oh, i get to make that drive again yeah
0: and then you were almost calm, because when we got to the far side, as we got closer to Missoula, it kind of leveled out a little bit. But then the problem is, when you drive for two days through the Midwest, you kill a shitload of mosquitoes, mm-hmm. and there's no getting those butterflies and bees. Another
1: no, the problem is, too, besides that, we drove up for a really long way, and... Then it kind of leveled out for a while, and in my mind, I was just like, "Oh, we're back on flat ground." I didn't really register we were gonna have to come back yeah, down we eventually. Were
0: still like fourteen hundred feet. Above yeah,
1: because we it <laughs> leveled out for a good little stretch. I was like, "Oh, we're just back on you know even ground," and yeah. then the whole rest of the way was down.
0: <laughs> it was just a nightmare. Uh, But we got to that little bottom part right as the sun was starting to come down, and we committed a genocide of insects um, on our drive across the country. And the rays of the sun just kind of blinded out the whole windshield, so we were just we were just gunning it through like patches of sun, hoping we didn't hit anything, so we could hide behind a mountain and like readjust. and...
1: And the worst part was. Like, you, you weren't driving recklessly by any means. Like, you were going at safe speed for what we were driving, but we were kind of going a little fast. Because, like, we were simultaneously trying to beat the sun while careening down a mountain. I was just like I, like, I know you're trying to race to get there so we don't lose the sun while driving down a mountain with a disgusting windshield, but...
0: It would have been ten times worse if I kept getting blinded by other people's headlights mm-hmm. coming the opposite direction, because that, that would have been a problem. Yeah,
1: so... Uh, I
0: think I've, I told you I felt like I was driving down Rainbow Road in that old Mario mm, game. You know? <laughs> can't pass it, just drive
1: right yeah, can't see shit. So, uh, hard learn advice if you're driving cross-country. Um, make a habit to wash your windshield when yeah. you stop for gas. We did it once and didn't do it again.
0: Well, because I thought that it would be a fun game to take a picture of the windshield with like millions of dead insects across it and all it did was almost get us killed and then the picture didn't come out. (laughs)
1: Mistakes were made. And it also made uh all my landscape pictures that I tried to take really ugly because then there were just guts covering the
0: pretty scenery. (laughs) It's like oh is that a starry afternoon? No it's not. That's uh That's a bunch of butterflies (laughs) because we drove through sunflower fields.
1: Oh, and that reminds me. We had one little bee get stuck in the wiper blades. Yes,
0: he was fighting like hell.
1: Yeah, to get out, and then we had a butterfly get stuck too. They didn't, like, splat on the windshield, but they got caught in the blades, and they definitely did not survive that drive. <laughs> yeah,
0: they were alive for a good 15 minutes, and then the wind just ripped them apart. Was...
1: That made me so sad.
0: It was the most and entertaining thing that had happened.
1: No, you life. were making a game of finding roadkill, and then we yeah, passed that one armadillo. That's not a game writing a book. Well, like, you were, like, you know, trying to see how many you could I'm find. not writing
0: them. a book about roadkill. I need roadkill for the book. I'm <laughs> going to bind it in roadkill skin.
1: Oh, Gross. <laughs> We passed that one little armadillo that still had his face, and then I was sad. I think that was on the first day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw a bunch of crazy ones. I'm not going to get into it, just in case you guys are out there eating dinner. But uh, I know what a deer looks like with everything, but its skin eaten, and mm. it, it it looks like a rag doll. It looks like if you're you know ever had a dog that chewed the cotton out of a squeaky toy.
1: We missed one. Uh, we drove through a way station, and we, we don't did. know why.
0: I still don't know why. Yeah. It it made me pull over. Like, it, it had, like, these sensors in the road. And then um, I had this big bar, and it was, like, yelling at us that we needed to go to the right. And it was like, this is a rolling way station. So we slowed down, and we sat there. And, uh i don't know if we should have pulled away if we were supposed to be told there was nobody at the toll booth, yeah so and the sign like, oh, didn't well, change we're getting right back on the road <laughs> the
1: sign didn't change either when we pulled up it said continue to the interstate when we stopped it said continue to the interstate and we were just like okay i guess we're just gonna continue to the interstate i, I don't guess... know if we sat long enough for you to get our weight but we're moving on <laughs>
0: say thank you for slowing me down and then kristen checked her phone and it was another four hours <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and then we googled the purpose of way stations but still not entirely sure why we had to stop because well,
0: it had something to do with like federal taxes for the roads yeah. or some shit like that but,
1: but i i feel like it should be more clear what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd never done that before. I didn't know when I pulled away from there if we were going to get pulled over by like a highway patrolman <laughs> who's like, are you smuggling Cubans or some shit? I, like, <laughs> literal Cubans, not cigars.
1: And then there was uh, a bunch of signs we passed that were saying people towing boats had to pull over for the boats to yeah, be inspected. Yeah, once we got in
0: Montana, that was a huge thing.
1: And I wasn't sure if that was a make sure you're not smuggling shit in your boats or they check the working order of your boats or the quality of your boats. Like, why are they inspecting the boats?
0: We have a lot of questions about
1: Oh, and the paper boxes. Yeah. So many weird things. I,
0: I don't even know how to describe those. I They looked like...
1: Stonehenge, but...
0: Yeah. Like, filing cabinets. And it wasn't just one field. It was, like, ten fields.
1: They weren't cabinets, though. Like, if you work in an office, you know those boxes that are essentially made of cardboard that you store files in? Like, that's what they looked like. Mm -hmm. All stacked on top of each other in weird circle patterns. And we passed them at least three or four times. And
0: they were just in the middle of fields. And they were miles away from each other. So, like, it it wasn't just, like, one dude's land. It was...
1: And, like, miles away from, like, farms or anything. Mm -hmm. They were just... In the middle of nowhere. So, I feel like this is the new crop circle conspiracy. What are the paper boxes? I
0: think it's the Midwestern Banksy. Like, he's just going around, setting up... Stonehenge boxes. Stonehenge boxes. (laughs) He's like, we're all corporate America, man, but, like, everybody else is just farmers. Like, shut up, faggot, we got (laughs) corn to pick. Um, (laughs) It was weird. Do I care about you or your artistic vision? Get over there and pick soybeans. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. I'm putting filing cabinets in a field.
1: <laughs> but we made it safe. Yeah, we arrived.
0: We did, and uh like uh, it's just one of the happiest points of my life. I think. Pretty pumped about it.
1: Do you feel like you've like had time to really like de-stress and settle? Oh no. Know? Cause like, I feel like we've both got out of the
0: truck and went to work. Yeah,
1: that's true. You did. You didn't have any time to relax. (laughs) I feel like we've both been like a little weird with each other since we got here. And I think we're both just like so tired and so exhausted. Neither of us have really processed like, oh, hey, we're here. Yeah. So (laughs) we've been like,
0: I didn't feel that way at all.
1: Really? I Like maybe it's Jax's anxious energy. Jax has been so anxious and I feel weirdly like out of sorts, not like in a bad way per se, but like just like. Which is weird because I haven't gone to work. Like, I haven't had time to de stress.
0: (laughs) Well, you've been worrying about a lot of things. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Still, we're still not done with this venture.
0: No. (laughs) This is part one. This is leg one. This is going to be a a whole. It's nowhere near completed yet.
1: But again, we had that conversation, I think, when we were talking um, about trying to figure out the move, like in the early stages, and I am. Much more of a planner person, so I think the fact that there's still more to do and it's still not all done and it's still not all quite figured out is probably what's throwing me off. I think once we're unloading boxes into the actual apartment, I won't feel that way anymore, but in the meantime, I'm just like, oh, but there's still so much more stuff I gotta figure (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) I'm still my, like, little pseudo-Buddhist self where I'm like, well, nothing sucks right now.
1: I need to find my zen.
0: Yeah, you gotta figure it out. You're on a mountain. It's super quiet outside.
1: No, it is insanely quiet. Yeah, we went to Walmart and it was still quiet at Walmart. That was weird. Nobody was
0: talking in the entire Walmart.
1: Sniffly, though, because my sinuses are all out of sorts. It's much drier air here. But, super pretty. Like, super pretty. There is a view in every area of the city.
0: I'll just go out on the back porch. I I ate lunch today. Um, On the, the hood of the Jeep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: just looking at the mountain I was like okay well this is all I needed <laughs> 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 it went back into work I felt super duper calm I've, I've, I've not lost it at all I've not been as stressed out as it was in the pawn shop so I guess it's like I've, I'm using my Murfreesboro Brett as like a, a barometer for how cool not cool calm I feel now mm-hmm. um it is crazy stressful, but I don't feel like that. that is Nashville. You said you got, you got stuck, stuck
1: in, in traffic today, and even that didn't really bother you too much?
0: No, I pulled over and bought a pack of cigarettes at the gas station and waited on traffic to loosen up. And was like, well, when they move eventually, I'll try to pull out into it. And that was all it took.
1: It's a lot of weird... I mean, I'm sure... You know, I said I wanted you do a documentary about that stuff. But um, I'm sure when we get more into the winter and the bigger, more significant changes, you know, there'll be, you know, way more weird things to like adjust to and figure out. Oh, but yeah. it, there's been a lot of weird, small things like uh, we were talking to your stepmom, Laura, earlier. Uh, it gets hot here at like five in the afternoon. Another... But
0: it's pretty cool for the rest of like uh, every other part. 4.30, it's still relatively yeah. chilly. <laughs>
1: and then... It it doesn't stay hot for very long, so it's not anything close to Tennessee heat, but it's, like, here in August anyway. I've never been here any other month, kind of chilly in the morning, and then, like, fall chilly throughout the afternoon, and at 5 o'clock you get that kind of spring weather, and then mm-hmm. you back back off into fall chilly. So it's just strange, because... In Tennessee, you're dying a death by noon.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're dying a death at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it won't. Everybody's just sweating their balls off before they <laughs> even gotten to work. Uh, now it just feels less busy than what we were, you, you know, used to. But of course, I mean, we lived next to a highway, so it was mm-hmm. like police cars and um, daily traffic. About you know hundreds of thousands of people just driving by the fucking front door. Um, so this has been a, a very nice adjustment. Mm-hmm. I can hear my chair creaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. About as happy as I think I could be. That's Hanging out.
1: Were you ever worried that you were going to get here and it wasn't going to make you feel like any different that you were going to get no, here? No, I knew how it
0: made me feel. I was worried about how it would make you feel. Like I was worried that you wouldn't enjoy it. I'd been to Washington, I'd been up here, so, like, I knew that how the mountains made me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's always the possibility that they stop making me feel that way. Um, eventually, like, as I get used to them, but that it puts... Then we
1: go to Texas yeah, and survive the end. intense yeah. heat. Then we go to Texas <laughs> and get humbled Jack's. by August. Hey, don't bark at me. Jack
0: says we're not fucking going anywhere. Or if... I'm not getting back in that moving van. <laughs> um, no, my concern was that you wouldn't like it, and you've seemed to enjoy it quite yeah, a bit. it's
1: really nice here. I'm still, like I said, a little stressed, because there's still a lot more that needs to get done, but it is really nice here. Awkward <laughs> Awkward silence! <laughs> <laughs> Brett's allowed to smoke inside where we're currently at. Yeah, in the garage, <laughs> living the best life.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm really happy. Um, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten I haven't been bit by <laughs> um any animals at the animal shelter yet. And I'm yeah, I'm not, yeah I'm not even gonna lie to you. Today I forgot that I was doing a job. Like it almost felt the way that it felt like you know like helping uh, out when I was a kid, my grandpa lived out in, um, uh, outside of, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, little ways out, like kind of in the sticks. And I'd go out there and I'd help him out with whatever he needed to get done through the day. And, uh, I, I like like the, you know, hands on stuff, spending time outside during the day. And, yeah. uh, it's the first time that I haven't worked retail and, uh, couple of years now um and no, i don't count the military because you're basically just working retail uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's one of the first like civilian jobs i've had that isn't
1: it? technically a government job
0: it is but um i don't know if my position is but i know that the shelter is a government yeah. thing. but um my first job like as a civilian where like I had a moment and I was like oh I'm just kind of moving dogs around like I didn't feel like like the pawn shop felt like work
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know like you're getting yelled at by people all the time and you're trying to get one over on somebody and uh, just kind of dealing with the animals has kind of kept me a lot calmer it was like you, you move them around you clean the cage the cage is dirty clean the cage it's, I don't want to say mindless work because you're thinking a lot. Um, but it's a nice switch up, I think. I don't want to ever work retail again. I think I'd just be content making $11 an hour cleaning shit. <laughs> I'm good with it. Well, so I, got, uh, I, got, I got hugged by a Rottweiler slash... Um, border Collie? Border Collie today.
1: That's a little bit more than 11 if you get hired on permanently, right? So.
0: I'm not worried about the money. Kristen is worried about
1: the No, money. you made a you made a joke about being okay with...
0: No, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm happy with We're the job. We're just saying
1: team. even there, there's still room for like, growth. It's not like a stagnant job.
0: Well, I mean, the focus is still on the writing. It's mm-hmm. still on the podcasting and the filmmaking and everything that we want to do. I'm not losing that at all. I'm happy that we have even more time to get it done. But I like having a job where, you know, I feel like I'm actually doing something productive. Yeah, well, that's uh, what I meant. I change. didn't yeah.
1: I didn't mean like it's a, let's work here the rest of our lives, like kind of thing. But I mean, like at the pawn shop, like I, I feel like that was all of your frustrations. Like not, not specifically just you, but like everybody there, like it was a dead end job. And when you work at a job that you know is a dead end job.
0: Well, it's a job where we were just kind of hurting people, mm-hmm. you know, like people that come there, they're excited because they're adopting dogs, the dogs are pumped because they get out of the cages, they're meeting their new owners. Um, it, it seems like an all-around positive thing thus far. Granted, yeah. I'm two days in, so <laughs> they could all go to shed and you could, I'll be screaming about it by the weekend. But...
1: <laughs> you guys will have to keep me updated on that. He'll be screaming about it by himself.
0: Right now it feels like a very... Um, a positive change I'm very happy about it I'm very excited to see where it goes uh, the people that have met since I've been up here have been pretty awesome even the people that I've run into um, in the city of like the gas station which is like the only other place that I've been
1: that kid at the Walmart
0: yeah or was... the old the old guy at the Walmart who just walked up and started windexing the you know oh, as you go that on. was a
1: little and weird but yeah he's like,
0: we gotta get the grime off there I don't know what's on there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but I don't want to think about it. I just <laughs> my touched that.
1: Kid was the most enthusiastic Walmart employee I have ever <laughs> met in my life, though. He was so pumped.
0: He's talking to everybody. I was like, Can I get a pack of Marlboro Reds? And he goes, No, sir, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, All right.
1: Was this little old couple in front of us. Uh, a big tv that was like way too big for the two of them to like load into their car and he was like asking some other girl to call somebody mm-hmm. to help them load it into their car he was like well, if they don't come soon i'm just gonna tear off my register
0: i'm gonna go do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like it was so go, excited
0: go. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very happy about it um
1: and jack's had his first taste of penis
0: and jacks other than his own jacks ate a cow dick today we left (laughs) big orange dildo at the apartment so we got to get big orange dildo back but he ate cow dick (laughs)
1: um
0: and he got special dinner from uh aunt Cindy today so i was pretty excited about all that i found out that the jeep can uh take a pretty serious incline Mm -hmm. now which i was a little worried about but uh, my stepmom lives on a on an incline that is more than the jeep has ever had to see it's almost like tiger hill uh back home you're like staring at it and you can you know looking forward you're just staring at asphalt it's like directly in front of you at, like 45 <laughs> and the jeep handled it like a champ so i'll be excited to get it out in the the mountainous type of areas and see you know what it can handle but you wouldn't be able to handle what we did in the moving trucks, yeah I was like I don't know I'd be excited Obviously, the local area you know,
1: we discovered uh ones. everybody here bikes, walks, and kayaks too so
0: that made me so jealous. We were driving, we'd been stuck in that van and then we crossed over the uh, Yellowstone River. And there was a couple of people just hanging out in rafts and stuff. And I was like, man, I just wish I could just be sitting on a raft on the yellowstone.
1: <laughs> Instead of in this Penske truck.
0: Yeah, fucking damn this Penske
1: <laughs> Oh, I think you were ready to drive it off the mountain on that third I,
0: day. I was done. I, I was so exhausted. We got in and I was like, all right, we're throwing the bed. Like we just threw the box spring on the floor and the mattress on top of that. I was like, I'm taking a shower hanging out with nick
1: forgot to eat to dinner until Forgot
0: to eat dinner nick had to like give us the rundown on the menus and stuff
1: <laughs> pita pit pita, pretty good food. pita
0: pit for the go i've pretty still got half of food. a freaking pita in there i gotta take that to lunch tomorrow um so what do you think so far i feel like i've been rambling
1: um i like it so it's definitely not a negative by any means it's very pretty here um all of the jobs that i've looked at are you know significantly better quality of life Mm -hmm. um and more time to work on our stuff so that's incredible because you know i'm working overtime at vanderbilt just to stay afloat which means no free time like our we talked about that on other podcasts our days off were pretty much chores and you know scrambling to squeeze in the podcast so um very positive in general. I think I'm just still, I have an anxious personality type, so I'm still, like, kind of trying to process, like, what a monumental change it is, the fact that my family is a little upset with me, um, the fact that we're still not, like, fully clear on the other side, you know, like, the apartment still has to be cleaned out, and I still have to make the drive a second time, so I'm feeling, like, anxious about that shit, but, um, glad to be here. Like, it's very pretty, and like, I I see the silver lining on the other side. I'm just an anxious personality, so in the meantime I'm like, oh god, there's so
0: much to do. I gotta figure it out. You're a warrior.
1: I am a warrior. That <laughs> is true. I will, ad- I, I will admit to that. You need to be a warrior. I get shit done.
0: You do. So. You're the procrastination princess. <laughs> we
1: got everything done, like, in the time frame that we uh, it's kind of had thrust upon us, I guess. It wasn't what we originally had planned, and you were right. Everything worked out. But, uh, even the apartment, like the things we were frustrated about the apartment, the apartment's like within biking distance of your job. Oh, <laughs> so easy, yeah. It's all kind of weirdly worked out, and, uh, Uh, I I told you, Laura, like, showed me the rattlesnake area where we couldn't get the other apartment. It kept
0: catching on fire every time. Yeah, and uh, (laughs) it it did
1: look a little, like, less convenient to live out there. So it's like, okay, you know, maybe, like, yeah, they got a pretty, like, river back there. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I can drive to a river. Yeah, (laughs) that's something we can aim
0: for in the future. Right now we're just looking for a landing spot. It's a pretty apartment that we've No, yeah, for yeah.
1: sure like yeah we drove over there and looked at it and we don't know which one ours is but the complex is pretty and the area is pretty and i like that it's not on the mountain <laughs> <laughs> so i can survive the first winter on the flat roads <laughs>
0: <laughs> the well uh salted or graveled is what we learned and sand they gravel, gravel and sand. sand um the the well taken care of spots so that'll be nice
1: I think I'm most anxious, though, to see the apartment. Like, I want to know which one is ours, which way we're facing. And, like, I'm really anxious about that. I'm like, well, which one? So. I'm like a bundle of nerves, but they're positive anxious nerves. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: that's possible. <laughs> well, you don't need to be a bundle of nerves. Everything's going to be fine
1: get to make my first flight tomorrow
0: yeah how are you feeling about that
1: you asked me that earlier i said i was all right with it because i had an extremely long time to figure it out and if i'm too stupid to figure it out then
0: Well i mean like the activity of flying not hanging out in an airplane. i mean i've always wanted to so <laughs> i mean i don't know
1: if i'm gonna be afraid because i've never done it so i don't know how i'm gonna feel Do about you know it when you got a window or an aisle or uh no i don't to be honest uh I don't even really know how to read the itinerary or any of that shit. I should probably ask you that before tomorrow and be like, hey, what do I do? <laughs> I just know I land in the same terminal I need to depart from for my layover.
0: Oh, that's perfect. You don't yeah. even have to move terminals?
1: No, it's terminal three for both. Oh,
0: hell yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the only thing I knew. Um,
0: That's perfect. I'm you excited go, about yeah, it. 'cause I've grab heard. a sandwich and a coffee and you'll be good to go.
1: I'm excited about it because I've never done it, but I don't know if I'm going to be afraid. <laughs> like I, like heights don't specifically bother me, but that's another situation where you're very specifically not in control. And if the plane goes down, we all definitely die. So I might be afraid, but I don't feel afraid right now.
0: Brett's travel trips, travel tips, <laughs> I'm tripping over myself tonight. Brett's travel tips. Um, takeoff is easy. Um, deep breaths because you're going to move pretty quick and it's going to get loud in the cabin and it rattles right uh, a little bit right before you lose contact with the ground Mm -hmm. um outside of that you really won't notice anything like your ears are going to pop and uh but not too terrible because it's a pressurized cabin and stuff um then they may bank and if they bank too hard that gets a little scary um But for the most part, takeoff's easy. My trick for landing, for you and for the listeners, is I sit up relaxed, you know, like in my chair, so like proper form and Mm -hmm. stuff, my little seatbelt across my lap. (laughs) And I take the two fingers like I'm making the peace sign, and I very gently place them against the headrest of the person in front of me. And it stops me from pushing out with my hands if it's a hard landing. So I put my two fingers there when I see us coming down and I just Do
1: your uh So I know
0: that it's in front of me seat but seatmaids
1: stare at you like you're a weirdo? Oh no. if i saw somebody doing that next to me i'd be like what are
0: you what are you doing over there a lot of other people have never done it before and they're like freaking out freaking out so nobody's paying attention to me (laughs) with my two fingers on the seat in front of me that's a Uh, weird tip well like and then you got to steal the diehard which is make a fist with your toes that'll save you from air sickness that saves (laughs) you from air sickness that's what the logic in the movie is hmm yeah so when you get back to your hotel, make fists with your toes. Because after you get off a flight, you feel like you're... It's kind of like getting off a train. Mm-hmm. You, just, you feel like you're still moving forward. Making fists with your toes. I don't know if it works. I've never tried it. I was like, now I'm curious, though, if that's... That's what they said in 1986, so I was going with it. <laughs> do you do it? <laughs> I don't make fists with my toes. So <laughs> I've probably been on 50 flights. I, <laughs> I consider myself a vet of this game. I have flown internationally uh, about
1: five times. True. I'm kind of glad, I guess, that it didn't work out that way, because we were talking about, uh, like possibly next Christmas going and seeing your mom, and if that had been my first flight, that would have been terrible. Yeah. That would have been a long. Me on the
0: flight to England is just like snorting Nicorette gum.
1: (laughs) I'm not a smoker, so I don't have
0: to worry about that. Yeah that would be the easy part for you because you don't have to hunt down a place to smoke a cigarette like when I get to Atlanta it doesn't matter where I am I have to go to the smoke area so I have to like go find the international terminal and that could be on the other side of the airport so I gotta like haul ass over there and then haul ass back to whatever gate I am but I've been through Atlanta so many times I know how to you know get to where I need to go I've never missed a flight my brother has missed two out of O'Hare
1: <laughs> oh, don't tell me that
0: well, you're not leaving your terminal. So no, you I'm I'm not leaving my terminal. I'm going to sit yeah. right
1: in that spot for two and a half hours. You can
0: go grab a coffee because we'll have like little shops and stuff like that set up. But don't. Yeah. No. Go to the bathroom. Hang out. Read a book. Do something.
1: I how many have any books with me.
0: Uh, the only one that I've got out is the one about the. No, playing with multiple personalities. I'm good. <laughs> you sure? I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty solid on that.
0: You got anything else you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, I think we covered all of our most recent stuff. Sorry my energy's a little low. I'm a little, it's been exhausting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, um, you can hit us up at the emails at uh,
1: nightmareboxproductions at gmail.com
0: or you can tweet us your twat sneak on over to the twitter and just click the clack in
1: uh at nightmare box pro
0: <laughs> and how about that instagram uh
1: where you can see pictures from our move that would yeah. be at nightmare box productions
0: and the website where you can buy the book is
1: the nightmare box. blog.
0: and uh, just go down and send us money via paypal Make sure we're you, poor
1: now. Yeah. We've traveled a long ways. Yeah,
0: give the address and I'll sign it and I'll send it. So uh, let me know. Um, and you can find Kristen on YouTube and watch the dolls at
1: youtube.com slash Kristen Bennington.
0: God damn right. Facebook. Facebook is
1: Facebook.com slash Nightmare Box Productions. There
0: we go. And we'll, we'll, uh, I'll try to work something out in the meantime so I can try to get at least one out a week. I can't promise really more than that. Um, And I'll be emailing them to Kristen.
1: If I get the job I interviewed for and I have to stress clean and stress rush back, you may not be getting one a week either. We'll
0: (laughs) We'll try. You won't know that because they'll be in the future. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But um, I love you. I love you. And I love you guys. And we'll talk to you again here in a little.